You're listening to The Toolbox, a podcast from Westwood Church's College Ministry designed to train, equip, and encourage college students and young adults in their walk with Jesus as they take the gospel to a fallen world. Welcome back to another episode of The Toolbox. My name is Christian Barrett, and I'm your host. Uh, Thanks for joining me. Uh, Today's episode is a little bit different in the sense that it is a recording from another ministry, a part of Westwood Church, uh, from our weekly Midweek Matters. In this Midweek Matters, I walk through evangelism and Jesus. Uh, and We take a look at the woman at the well and how Jesus went into her life and proclaimed truth to her in hopes of giving her the gospel presentation that there is a free offer of eternal life for her. And so I hope you find this helpful. Uh, At the end of this, I'll catch you and I'll give you some more details on where you can find uh, more Midweek Matters and how to stay up to date with all things going on at Westwood Church. Welcome back to another episode of Midweek Matters. This week, we're going to be taking a look at Jesus and evangelism. We see at the end of the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus tell his disciples, Go and make disciples of all nations. So that's a a call for Christians to do. Jesus has commanded us to go and fulfill the great commission of sharing the good news with others that they may repent of their sins and believe in Jesus. But what did Jesus himself do to demonstrate what this would look like? Throughout the Gospels, we see different accounts of Jesus saying things along the lines of repent for the kingdom of God is at hand or repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Uh, This was often also associated with the the ministry of John the Baptist. Today we're going to look at a a more fine-tuned example of Jesus's evangelism. We see this in John chapter 4 verses 1 through 30 and it's there that we find Jesus and the woman at the well. So this story comes to us, and Jesus is sitting at the well, waiting uh, for the woman from Samaria to come to the well. Jesus' disciples have gone into town to get some food. Um, It's just Jesus and the woman. The entire scene here is set to show how much of an outcast, how despised by society this woman was. She was not of high class. She was uh, an adulterer. She had been kind of just thrown out from her family and her friends. But what's interesting is Jesus knows all of this, and he doesn't run from her, right? He's actually waiting for her. The fact that she's coming at noon, uh, not the typical time for women to go get water at the well, uh, shows that Jesus' appointment with her is no coincidence, but is an act of providence, for he knew that she would be coming. So Jesus is there, and, and, and he recognizes she's come to get water, and she says to him, uh, why, are you ask, why would I ask you for water? Because Jesus has led her on to believe that he can give her water. And she's very confused by the statement from someone who doesn't even have a bucket. And so Jesus proclaims to her, I have water that is that will leave you completely satisfied. This water will never run out. It is the living water. 
perplexed by this. She, she kind of begins to walk around and ask questions regarding what that could even mean. And then Jesus begins to expose her sin to her. He begins to, to point out that he knows that she has been with multiple husbands and that the person she's living with in that moment is not one of them. This is an important moment. He's revealed her sin to her and he's rebuked her for her sin. In a typical fashion, when we're conf- anyone is confronted with sin, right? We, we want to avoid that conversation. So she uh, begins to focus on the topic of worship. And so there, there's a divide between the Jews in Jerusalem and the Samaritans, and she's focusing on this issue. And Jesus says, there will be a time where we worship in spirit and truth. It won't matter where. You, you don't have to go to the temple. And upon this, she realizes that only the Messiah would know such a thing. Jesus' response to her is, I am he. So this is a a special moment for us in the Gospels because we get an example of Jesus actually proclaiming that he's the Messiah. This isn't a typical thing that he does throughout these Gospels. And, And this is important for us to recognize that the Jews and the Samaritans at this time, they would have had a appropriate understanding that a Messiah was someone who was going to save. They would have been God's anointed one who would save. Where the the misinformation comes in is they expected a mighty warrior to come in and crush the Romans. They didn't see the Messiah as a suffering servant, one who would die on the cross so that their sins could be saved. So they would have their sins completely washed away. They had no idea that was what the, the role of the Messiah was to be. Yet we see here, this woman recognizes in that moment that Jesus is the Savior. And what we see her do is not just sit there and then begin to ask him more theological questions. She runs off to go tell others of what she has experienced. She's proclaiming, come meet one who has told me all of my sin. She recognizes that Jesus has told her all of her sin and he's offered her eternal life freely as a gift. This is an appropriate reaction that we should have. Everybody, if they understood the weight of their sin and the realities of an eternal heaven with God, they would repent and run to Jesus. So Jesus gives us this example. And as the disciples return from getting food, they say something uh, to Jesus about the food they have. And they're, they're inviting him to join them. And it's peculiar what Jesus says back. And they must have been perplexed, for he says, I have food that you know not of. I will not eat. So they're confused by this. What do you mean? You just sent us into food, into the city to get food, and now you're telling us you don't need the food? Jesus' satisfaction, his fulfillment came from doing the work of the Father. It came from evangelizing and sharing the good news that he saved sinners to the woman at the well. That was the food that satisfied for him. And we see this uh, example of evangelism as Jesus walks through this here. And it's it's a perfect example. And I just want to point out what we see. We see Jesus go into the moment with the sinner. Jesus isn't running away from sinners. Jesus is interacting with sinners. So he interacts with the woman at the well. And then uh, we see Jesus uh, call out the woman for her sins. He rebukes her for her sins. 
but in a loving and a gentle way, not in a way that has her running away, scoffing at what he has said. And then he gives her the offer, the offer of free, eternal life by believing in him, that she would be satisfied in him alone, that nothing in this world, not, no man, no water, no food would satisfy in a way that Jesus could satisfy her. And so we as Christians are to look at this example and do the same thing. We are to go into the world. We're to call out sin where we see sin and offer a loving rebuke. And we express the free gift of God, which is eternal life in Christ Jesus. This is our only hope in life or death, that we are God's. And now we get this opportunity as we see laid out by Jesus to tell of the only hope that we have that we are God's, and that he has offered a free gift of eternal life through Jesus. There you guys have it. Jesus and evangelism. Jesus gives us the perfect picture of what that looks like to walk into the lives of sinners, to interact with them, to lovingly call out their sin, and then lovingly call them to repentance and hope in Jesus, and hope in the gospel truth that Jesus Christ can save sinners. Um, If you're a Christian, you have been given this call, this call of repent, believe in Jesus, and you did such things. And so as ambassadors of Christ, we are called to also go into the fallen world and do such things. For more Midweek Matters, you can check out our website at mywestwood.org. And then on the tab tab to the right, you can find where the rest of Midweek Matters are uploaded at. They're also up on our Facebook page. I invite you and I encourage you to go check some of those out. It's not just me. We have staff across the board doing these Midweek Matters. If you have questions uh, you would like to submit, we'd love to have those. Uh, You can send those to my email, christian at mywestwood.org. And for services, times, and events, you can go to mywestwood.org as well. And I hope to see you next week. Until next time, friends, grace and peace.